do you want Google to use your current location? Do you? Yeah, I guess I don't Okay. Care. I don't care. Okay. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording right now. Oh, nice. Um, in that case, no, I don't want Google knowing where I am. Because I don't want them having verbal confirmation. Yeah, I'd hate for anybody to know that we're currently at 545. Shut up! Board. No, stop! <laughs> 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 Dude, you doxed him in the opening of the first episode. Just, How come everybody doxes me at every opportunity? <laughs> just, it's not even your house, it's your parents' house. Hey, stop it! You're already doxing me even more. Oh, shit. No, this is not his parents' house. <laughs> This just is stop, uh, stop stop. We're at ten twenty four nope, Thatcher nope. Avenue. This Wait. is actually my parents' house. Okay. My mom and my dad love each other very much, uh, and then they took all that love and they made me. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because it's not true, and everybody knows it. Well, our our listeners don't know it. They do now. Okay. Biodome reviews. I thought that that's the first thing that would pop up, but it's not. Should we go for all critics, or... I am looking at critic <coughs> reviews mainly because anytime I've read an audience review, it it's just... They're not... Their opinions are... I, just, I don't know how to describe okay, it. Okay, here's, here's an idea. All of us pull up a different review site, and we read different like different. Well, I'm sites. looking at Rotten Tomatoes because they have the funniest reviews. I'm going to go with IMDb reviews i am uh just looking up biodome on instagram and i'm just gonna look through the comments on things related to biodome yeah so there's imdb which has like metacritic and then there's um rotten tomatoes uh, yeah i'm on rotten tomatoes because these are these are actually really funny um introduction for the new podcast it's called Another Podcast by Three White Guys. Oh, always remember the early Tenacious D cameo in this? No. Dude, what? Are these spoiling the movie? It is spoiling the movie. Well, that's okay. I've never seen Biodome by Polly Shore, so, or at least not all the way through. It's so. probably never. been like maybe 20 years since I saw it. Cameron, give us a rundown on the idea of our podcast where this <laughs> came from. Um, okay, so our podcast, what's the name of it? We don't know yet. <laughs> it's uh, called... Uh, no, what did you guys want to name it? Though? Shiitake uh, Mushroom uh, what? No. Slam Bamarama. Yeah. Okay, now now tell me the logic <laughs> the of grand, why we're naming grand, it that again. Grand Slammer, yeah. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> tell me the logic of why you wanted to name it that. Um, it just sounded funny Are in we my on head. Trial? I, I asked you to discuss th- the origins of the podcast, and I thought that maybe along the way of the episode we would eventually uh, find a title. No, but I had a reason that I did that is because we were having a similar conversation in the car earlier, and I was saving my my argument for now. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. All yeah. right. Wait, what was your argument. argument for... I was trying to lead you into giving me your argument so I could argue for mine. You can't manipulate me, Cameron. I'm too stupid. Okay. Well, anyway, they wanted to make this podcast as, like, a sequel to another podcast. Shiitake <laughs> 2. That nobody even watches, by the way. Because it's two hours or, long. Or listens to. Yeah, because it's two hours long. And, 
And you know, I've never gotten far enough to find any other reasons why not to watch it. Because we don't edit it. It's just Marcus yeah. and I watching a movie where you can hear the movie in the background. Yeah. So I have only ever watched enough to decide that I don't like it and then <laughs> stop watching it. That's like every video I've ever made without Cameron. I don't really like it, but... It's just that it's nothing but shit jokes. Like, it's it's a bunch of shit jokes. That's the whole point of shiitake. I know. Is we watch sequels looking for poop jokes. I don't like the concept. Well, that's why you're not in it. Yeah. Well, I'm in, I'm in two of them, actually. Wow. Um, so, the lead actress, uh, Kylie Minogu, has called this film her worst career move. She said it's the only thing she has done in her professional life that her father ridicule, ridicules her for. Dude, her father hasn't been in shit. What is he talking about? Yeah, who is this She's guy? successful. Who is, uh, who is Mr. Minigoo? Anyone who's Mr. Minigoo? Like Mr. Magoo? Mr. Magoo. Anyone who's lucky Mr. Minigoo. Holly Shore movie is doing better than Maybe Maybe her dad's like the real life version of Mr. Magoo, uh, but instead of being like blind, he has very bad tits. It sounds tits. like a mixture of Minotaur very and Very bad tits. So if Mr. Magoo <clears throat> was a Minotaur, that's her father. Minigoo. <laughs> uh, it says she was in Street Fighter, uh, a better movie than biodome lol <laughs> hmm. literally the only thing i remember her from well she kind of looks like a power rangers she it looks exactly like one of the power rangers yeah um okay or maybe a milf power ranger so before we get into reading reviews the the so marcus isn't here because he doesn't like driving and we're at cameron's house i mean cj's house i mean a random person's house and uh so Cameron and I were just talking about, you know, wouldn't it be funny to read bad reviews? Because we were reading bad reviews on a restaurant. What was, what was the the one the other day we were where we had this idea? Uh, I don't know. You told me it, it wasn't me that was there with you. It was you were with Marcus in Springfield. Oh, that's right. And we then, were looking at reviews for McDonald's, the one by my apartment. Yeah. And even though like it's just like every other McDonald's, it's really low rated, and people were just talking about it. Just being funny about. So we were like, what if we did a podcast where we read bad reviews and then we went and experienced it, whether it's a restaurant or a movie or sex toys, some place that has bad reviews. And then we come back and for the second half of the podcast, we talk about our experiences compared to the bad reviews. Yeah. So in the first half, we're going to talk about bad reviews for Biodome by Polly Shore. <laughs> I uh, just pulled up the Metacritic Instagram. Biodome with a meta score of one is the third worst reviewed movie of all time, uh, which is a little crazy to me given the myriad of worst movies. Sure, yeah. That's kind of crazy that it's only third. Should we tell them our names? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and, and introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Cameron. I have no other uh, aspects of myself I want to explain on a podcast right now, so. My name is Nick Wildhouse. You just said your full name. That's not my real name. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Now <laughs> uh, they know. <laughs> I I am the, the lead director for the internet's hit sensation, Chums in the House, and, uh... Speak uh, a little louder. What? Speak a little louder. Just a tiny bit louder. And I want to whisper for the rest of the podcast. My name's CJ. <laughs> okay, there we go. And he's our assistant. 
in that we just said could join us. Uh, I like how I like how CJ just said said like his name in a way that more would come after. <laughs> Nothing else came after. What are you talking about? The entire rest of the podcast is about to come after. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm I'm coming after right now. We sold. None of us are wearing clothes. As expected of a podcast. Um, uh, I'm going to start with one review from IMDb. <clears throat> and I specifically looked for the one-star reviews because those are going to be the most entertaining, I'm assuming, hopefully. Um, so this one is captioned, or titled, I should say, If You Were Yogurt... Dot, 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 question mark. Uh, this is a 50-50 movie. You either love it or you hate it. Funny lines are few and far between, but do exist. The rest of the film is just mindless humor that wasn't funny or even for mind... Wait, wasn't funny even for mindless humor. Stephen Baldwin... Stephen Baldwin? Wait, who? Stephen Baldwin? Mm -hmm. He's like the youngest Baldwin brother? Or the oldest? I don't know the, the chronology of the Baldwin lore. <laughs> I don't know which one ate the other, Cameron. That's one not of them common ate knowledge. One in utero they all look and... the same. How am I supposed to know which one's old? I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, he only adds to the overall idiocy, as if one bad actor wasn't enough. I don't even know enough about Stephen Baldwin to know if he's a bad actor. I don't. Well, I guess we're about to find out. I here's one. I was scrolling down specifically looking for old reviews, mm -hmm. and I found one review from Peter Stack of the San Francisco Chronicle that was published a month before 9-11. So I just want you to have that context. 9-11 has not happened yet. America faces the very real prospect that Pauly Shore is the most annoying comic alive. So. And <laughs> I'm sorry, are we, are we just going to leave it there and uh, let people come to the conclusion that that after 9-11, he is no longer the most annoying comic alive. Who are we talking about again? Oh, I, I thought I thought you were trying to say that he's why. And uh, that's why there's a conspiracy. Because they know what want movie? people to know that it was actually because Paul You want to know what sucks. movie came out like right around the same time, like right before 9-11, which is actually really sad, and it's why it didn't do well. 9-11? Is, no, Rat Race. Oh, yeah. Which is actually really funny, but everyone was so traumatized by 9-11, no one wanted to go see a good comedy. Like, that's a good movie. I but, wish we were watching Rat Race. But you know what? If we didn't have 9-11, then we also wouldn't have had The Whitest Kids You Know. And we wouldn't have My Chemical Romance. And we wouldn't have 9-11 jokes. 9-11 jokes. That's true. So here's another, here's a funny one from 2009. John Anderson from the LA Times said, I don't know why he's like watching and reviewing it like seven years after the movie came out or whatever yeah why would anyone do that um, why would anyone watch a wait, movie what year did biodome come out <laughs> many years after it came out and then review it and talk about it all these comments they're like man back in the day when uh everything was not on a computer i guess uh biodome was my favorite movie free mahi mahi every single one <laughs> Man, Polly sure was my man. Free Mahi Mahi. Wait, what's Free Mahi Mahi? I mean? guess that's a line from the movie. I don't remember that Dude, line. Dude, Biodome was actually in 1996, so this guy is writing a review like 13 years later. So John Anderson of the LA Times hmm. said, Despite the advances humankind has made since dragging itself out of the primordial ooze, Shore is a successful comedian. Wait a minute, that's like a backhanded compliment. 
Yeah, kind of is. What? He's saying, like, this movie was successful because a lot of people know about it, but it's still shit. Like, that's what he's saying. I don't... That one confuses me. I know. <laughs> Despite... I, some of the... I'm just going to scroll down a few and read some of these. Because Despite if... he is success... That, I can't rip my brain He's around. not successful in that, like, he's not ri- like rich, that. but he's, like, people know about him. I, so... I, think he's, I think he's saying that humanity pulled ourselves out of, like, the mud or whatever and progressed to the point we're at right now. And then despite the progress we've made, we've still allowed Pauly Shore to be a successful comedian. And that right there between this review and the pre-9-11 review is like the perfect like dichotomy right there of the of the pre-9-11 pessimism of America and the post-9-11 uh, optimism. You know, like there's a, a distinct difference between reviews that you're going to see from people. So this this one, I mean, it's not by any means inspired by madness. This one, really quick review, inept in almost every respect. These are pretty good reviews. So I have a review right here that I want to read a little bit of because I think it's pretty funny and also weird and also it, it it's like a whole page of text. But anyway, so it's titled, I hate this movie. I feel so stupid because of it. I hate this movie. I really hate this movie. It makes the Paris Hilton movies look like Citizen Kane. There's a Paris Hilton movie. I didn't know that. Wait, actually, no. I've seen some of them. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen. Um, what is? It? Is it a, a Museum of Wax or House of Wax? House of Wax. There's the original and the remake. I've. That's the only movie I know of with Paris Hilton. Go on. I just know that they exist because I think I've seen like parodies. Oh. Have you ever seen the Britney Spears movie Crossroads? Crossroads. No. No. Neither have I. That's one that we should watch. <laughs> Why are we talking about this right now? I'm just giving you an idea. I'm, okay. This is foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. okay, but in House of Wax, there's a scene where a street post goes right through Paris Hilton's skull, and it's uh, the best part of the whole movie. And if there's anything you get out of this podcast, you need to go watch that one scene from House of Wax because it's way better than her sex tapes. You already spoiled it for them. Now they know what's going to happen. Yeah, and like they don't know that she gets fucked in the sex tapes. I didn't know that. Well, this is now a rated R podcast, everybody. We can censor. Thanks a lot, CJ. What? Thanks a lot. We're not censoring ourselves. We're not censoring ourselves. <laughs> we okay. No, we're not going to put. Thanks a lot. In here. Now I can't show this to my parents, CJ. Yeah. Even though only, they're grown we, adults, we can only show this with kids, not our parents. You know how <laughs> sensitive they are to swear words. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of crazy that like. <laughs> Like, you can't watch, like, PG, like, 13, like, rated R movies with your parents, even though they're so much older than you. And yet Gen Z is like, eh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Even though PG literally stands for parental guidance. Yeah, I know. No, it means that the parents need guidance. We've been misunderstanding <laughs> uh, that yeah. this entire oh, yeah. time. We're supposed to hold their hands. It makes sense. Around. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Well, boomers have had their hands held their entire lives. Why would that change now? Um, okay, well, I'm so, going to finish. Dude, so this review... Sorry. I'm going to finish. All right. A little bit of this. Barely right. even started. Uh, Stop, edging. <laughs> you can finish. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, uh, but <laughs> Beyonce had the best music video of all time. Uh, well, anyway, uh, so this one continues to be, oh, my mind, my mind, two plus two, two plus two equal four. Wait, does it? I think it equals 19. I'm not sure. I've lost so many brain cells while watching this movie. One of my friends had mentioned this movie to me. We were talking about how some stoner flicks are fun. He mentioned Biodome. I had never heard of it, but he said that he saw it once in junior high. He's just... What are you... 
It's a Beyonce hoodie. It's a Beyonce. Well, you're yeah. blocking my sound, bro. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. Sorry, but my comment on your review on that review, Cameron, is mm. he's so full of shit because obviously he has enough brain cells to write with proper grammar. Boom, roasted. Yeah, but uh, you know, monkeys will eventually write Shakespeare. Yeah, we were having a conversation about that the other day. Yesterday, that the conversation was yesterday. That How am I supposed to know what day we're monkeys. talking about? It was yesterday. Days have lost enough brain cells. You don't remember yesterday. Days okay, happen. Nick. How many yesterdays are there, though? Yesterday. There's only one. There's only. Oh, let me, let me There's think. only ever one tomorrow. Well, the Earth is 2,024 years old. So if you count 365 days a year plus, so. So I found, um, the uh, Wikipedia article that had something revealing uh, that this was actually where Kyle Gass and Jack Black. Uh, film star Stephen Baldwin, Pauly Shore, has cameo appearances by Roger Clinton, Patricia Hearst, I don't know who these people are. Jack Black and Kyle Gass first came to global attention in Biodome, nice. performing together as Tenacious D on screen for the first time. Oh, that's awesome. Which makes it crazy, cause I really didn't know that Biodome had this bad of a score. I, that legitimately was like a, a movie that I, I mean, I don't know, kids, kids, like shit, I guess, but I watched that movie a lot as a kid. <clears throat> I remember watching it a lot too, but I also somehow don't remember any of the movie. I, I just watched a kid, you know, around this time, a lot of Disney Channel original movies, like, you know, Don't Look Under the Bed and Clock uh, Stoppers. Uh, that's Nickelodeon. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one, though. Yeah. That, was, oh. that had French Stewart. Um, but but Good Burger is the best. That's the top tier of like kids movies uh, of that uh, era, yeah. which was also Nickelodeon. It was their first feature, actually. I shit. still kind of off topic, but every time I think of um, when we went to the moon, the only thing I think of is that one episode of Even Stevens where his sister is like, "We went <laughs> to, to the, the moon, moon in 1969 because it's all she remembers. That's all she remembers. She didn't do the project, so the whole song is that over and over again. But it's, it's, it's a brilliant. whole song. I know it's a whole musical to that like, one. Fact. I'm never gonna forget what year we Not went to the moon. 1968, but the year yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to uh, Biodome. Uh, I've got one here. This is like how they wrote the movie, I, so, I'm sure. So this guy, this reviewer, Daniel Barnes, uh, from Dare Daniel, reviewed this movie in 2019. And he said, A psychotically unfunny and thoroughly loathsome comedy from start to finish. That said, the film earns points for not taking its foot off the pedal and for never attempting to make the manic idiot <laughs> protagonist remote likable or even human i like that not taking their foot off the pedal because they do kind of they just keep going into it it's like jumps in the house um but i've seen i've seen that specifically that phrase on a couple of these reviews already specifically psychotically unfunny i think they're just copying and pasting each other by reading so, other like, reviews just, yeah uh, get, the last this... one i want to read here is uh none of this makes any sense and the humor is poorly executed Mostly, this is an annoying film. Dude, Shore captured a Razzie Award for Worst Male Lead tied with Tom Arnold. Tom for Arnold? For his performance here, yeah. Shit, I forgot the name of every Tom Arnold movie. Can can I piss you guys off for a minute? Okay. Maybe some audience members? Sure. Okay, hold on. This 
I guess was reviewed in 2007 or something. 2007, good year. Something, right? Yeah. Okay. What? This just like the bit that I started reading. There are few films that can be automatically dismissed as terrible because of their star, Steven Seagal and Chuck Norris, almost certainly. Jim Carrey was like that for a time. No. And with right? No. Without a doubt, it is the case with Polly Shore, who must be the singularly most annoying performer that has ever managed to find employment in a film. It's difficult to find any adjective any adjectives to describe how unbelievably irritating Polly Shore's Polly Shore's line of perpetual strung out babble and nonsensical surfer speak. Uh, say what you will about Polly Shore, but I draw the line at Jim Carrey because he's been funny from I the beginning. I don't understand that, where that came no, from. That's, that's some kind of weird. I that, don't like funny guys. Yeah, that's just a pretentious. I feel uh, like viewer. I feel like you know that that thing that people say like somehow you did, you did the math wrong, but you arrived at the right answer. <laughs> like that that's that's what this like seems like. It's like he used a bunch of examples. I don't I, like him. He's just like Jim Carrey. No, no. I, he used a bunch of examples. <laughs> no, that's a compliment. Yeah, he's yeah. just like Jim Carrey. That's a good review. Here's a bunch of um, examples that I completely disagreed with, but he's 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 so wrong about it. Dude, but then he gets to Paulie Short, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're making some sense here. Dude, this review was from two less than two years ago in 2022 mm. uh, by Mal Vincent of, of the Virginian Pilot. Why are you so, doxing everyone? You're like saying this what is their public names information. Are. This okay. is a published reviewer. This okay. is this is a critic. Just like all he of her home doxed addresses. himself, Cameron. It's on the internet. I guess that's Wait, true. anyway. Put, hold on. He put his like where he's from too. No, I was. Just, I'm hyperbolizing. Let me read the goddamn review. It says at one point, Polly looks into the camera and says, "Sometimes stupid can be pretty cool." Not this time, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> well, got him. Yeah. But this was like this is like from. But this is from less than two years ago. I don't understand why people are deciding to go back and like, you know what I want to do with my career as a critic? I want to watch movies from 30 years ago and give them bad reviews. Is it like an ego boost? It's like it's too late now to go back and review stuff. Some people just run out of things to do. I mean, does he look old in his, in his profile photo? Yeah. Well, that's all why. old. Like he just... he doesn't have anything else to do. Like we're gonna be there soon. Like well, not we're soon, there but... right now. Yeah, we are right. Yeah, we we're are right. we're reviewing a movie from thirty years ago right now. That's I described us. Yeah, but the concept yeah. is different. You know, like we're doing a podcast. That's totally different. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. We need it. We need more podcasts in the world. We're not old men typing on our, our computers. We're we're kind of young dudes that are talking into a microphone. Um, it's basically a radio show, but we have to call it a podcast now. What's we're, up with that? um, in our thirties, we're old. That's technically not old. That's not even considered middle-aged. I don't remember. Being... I don't think you can claim that we're not middle-aged until, you know, 30 years from now. When <laughs> We'll be middle-aged around 40. I... 10 more years. I think we hit middle-age five years ago well the rate that that life expectancy is declining we might very well be that's what i'm saying okay so Whoa, um, this one's from january 12th 96 here's, here's some trivia by the way for this movie apparently for the times sorry apparently alec baldwin told his brother stephen baldwin that doing this movie could end his acting career 
which I don't even remember who Stephen Baldwin is. We don't know who Stephen Baldwin is, <laughs> so that might be an accurate know. assessment. We don't even know who Stephen Baldwin is, so I think Alec might have been, been completely correct. Alec Baldwin? Alec the Baldwin. guy from 30 Rock. The guy from 30 Rock, also the guy who killed another guy by shooting him. Also, also the guy that ate his brother in Ute. Okay. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Stephen. Um, okay, this one's uh, from the LA Times uh, that came out at the beginning of uh, 1996. Is <laughs> I just love the way that it starts. Is film an art form? After a hundred years, there seems to be little doubt. Is homo... What is this going? It's got so much more. There's so much more. I thought that was going to be funny, but that's just dumb. It's not. It's not funny. <laughs> Here's a good one, though. Um, a review on IMDb. It's a featured review, by the way, so lots of people like this. Uh, a hard-hitting documentary about how an actor destroys his career. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's the one. Go for it. Sure, the basic premise for this film was absolutely ludicrous. It was still good for a few laughs, and I mean a few. Based on the failed and flawed experiment of Biosphere 2, which I have been to twice and even got to look inside. Wait, what? Biosphere 2? I guess that's an actual Dude, thing. He- if you go to that somebody made. If you go to user reviews on IMDb, they're like so much more optimistic. One of them says from 2020 says, uh, 10 out of 10 explains so much of American culture. So I'm concerned. I'm a little concerned by what he means by that. In- when I first come to America, nothing makes sense. This is what he says. One night my friend Carmine say you should watch Biodome. I look all places to find this movie. I find in Goodwill in San Jose. So happy I did. Movie is brilliant. I get American bro culture <laughs> almost now. The <laughs> best thing is it also teach importance of love for the Gaia. The Gaia? <laughs> I don't know Hold on. what read this the, is. Read the, like the last sentence. Best thing is it almost is it also teach importance of love for the Gaia. What does that mean? Gaia. I don't for know. Mother Earth, Gaia is, oh, is like another okay. word for Earth. Oh. Like Mother Earth, yeah. It's like, like Captain love, Planet. Love, love the planet, yeah. Well, that explains some Rule 34 I saw yesterday. But it is really funny. He's like, finally, after watching Biodome, I understand the American culture. And nature. I like how <laughs> and which someone's is not American. I hope culture. that a foreigner's first impression is always Biodome <laughs> by Polly Shore. This is... We could we could do we a whole sold. other podcast where all we do is find foreigner reviews about bad movies. <laughs> I think we should just incorporate it into this podcast I love that. and just be like, you know, I want to. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Because people who are not born in the United States would have an have an amazing perspective on our media. Like that's so funny. He gave it a ten out of ten. He loves this movie. Like, I think that's great. Maybe, maybe, we haven't seen this movie yet, but maybe we were wrong expecting it to be bad. Maybe. Maybe it's good. I've seen this movie, Mark. You guys are acting like it's a new thing. I only saw parts of it and I barely remember it. Yeah. I don't even, like, I don't have a full memory of this movie. They just, uh, oh yeah. I can't can't sit still. Why are you getting up? He's getting up so the podcast doesn't hear him and and that he's the minor character. Oh, do you have to fart? (laughs) Is that why you're standing over there? I just... Oh, oh God! Why couldn't you fart on his clothes? What? Sh- Cameron wanted me to be in front of the microphone. <laughs> I think it's implied that if you have to fart, that you fart in the designated dirty laundry basket area of the bedroom. That's why he has a sign over there that says "Please fart here." 
That's not a real sign. <laughs> also, we're not in Cameron's bedroom. <laughs> right, we're in his parents' bedroom. Okay, well, anyway. Um, okay, so I'm going to read something, box office-wise. The budget is estimated to be $15 million. What? I've yeah. never made a movie with a budget of $15 million? Right now. Wait, anyway. like, act like that, that's not like, that's like today's money. It would be Wait, $15 million. It would have been or 15 back million then, it was $15 million is oh what my they wrote God. on After that. inflation, that's like $30 billion. Something look, like that. Look at what they made opening weekend, though. The gross U.S. and Canada was $13.4 Did not make it back. And then the opening weekend, they made $5 million. So, like, all of the money they made was the, like, or not all the money, but, like, a little bit less than a third of the money they made was, like, the first weekend that they were, they were playing it. Which is insane. Because, like, don't movies usually, you know... Well, now they do. Marcus yeah. is asking me to push you in the leg from the picture. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, fuck Marcus. Mark, uh, this is a quick, quick, uh, uh, what do you call it? Aside from Marcus. Interjection? Uh, so tangents. Marcus is somehow interrupting Cameron again when he's not even here. I'm, I'm not putting any of this in the podcast. <laughs> Deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. Oh, okay. It's not censorship if we just delete it. We're, so we're only going to delete the things that Cameron doesn't like. You guys wanted me to edit this. If I'm editing this, I'm taking Edit the stuff. audio quality, not cut it out. Well, this I, is... I yeah, thought, it, I thought is... it would be funny if we just, like, bleeped the... Like, I don't know. Like, what we, we should bleep <laughs> another word. Parts. Just not, not swear words. Bleep Marcus. No. Whenever... It would be kind of funny, though. I'm not like, deleting Marcus from our lives for this podcast. I didn't say that. I said bleep his <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, we didn't say delete. We said censor. Yeah. So I don't want to censor Marcus. He's like the one person that deserves to be censored. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone on this earth that needs to be censored, it's Marcus. If we put it to a vote, you know he would also vote for censoring himself. Well, he, he might do that. <laughs> there's some really big tits that just popped up on your Facebook. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> First of all, these are male tits. These are <laughs> I don't care. Those are <laughs> biggest tits. Not the biggest. They're but not the big. Those is... are pretty big. Uh, my my not, nipples are not bigger. That though. big because I think. I mean, oh, we're seeing it from I'm, a perspective I mean, of like they're on a, they're on a heavy set man. Why did this? <laughs> it's not a heavy set man. It's big tits on a man. Why did this? Is that's the first thing that lives on my Facebook? <laughs> he likes, so you hit him with a juicy photo of the goods. <laughs> Damn, girl. Well, anyway, I guess we can watch the movie now. Oh shit, we have to do that, don't we? Yeah, we gotta watch the movie. I don't want to watch Biodome. Let's do a different movie. Okay, let's talk. Let's read stand by me. <laughs> it's not a bad movie though. Let's watch Cadet Kelly. It's bad if you watch it in reverse. You know what? Let's let's uh. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's let's figure out what Rotten Tomatoes' worst reviewed movie is. I bet it's not even that bad. <clears throat> Fingers crossed. It's something misogynistic. Is that what you like? Misogynistic films? No, I'm just I'm hoping that society. What like, the fuck is wrong with people? Rating. From 2021, how a 90s sci-fi comedy became one of the worst movies ever made. Are they talking about Biodome? Dumb and Dumber-er star in one of the worst movies ever made. Stephen Baldwin. What? Oh, 
He's just calling them dumb dumb and dumber. dumber. Yeah. I guess. How do I filter this to see like the worst movies ever? Oh. You just Google the worst movie ever. Oh, okay. Google worst movie ever. Yeah. Worst movie. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't expect. Stop. Don't. Stop. You wouldn't expect convincing the lesser Baldwin brother to star alongside Pauly Shore in a. Shit. Nick, how do you pronounce that word for real? I've never seen that word. P- Purell? In a Purell stoner comedy. Let's let the audience at home okay. pronounce this P-U-E-R-I-L-E, stoner comedy to be part of God's master plan. You can go. Okay, this so here's an article I found. It's called 100 Worst Movies of All Time, and it's it's on the Rotten Tomatoes website. So Rot- Rotten Tomatoes says that the number one worst movie of all time is named Ballistic X vs. Sever. Really? It's not Jason X? I don't, I don't know what, what that movie is. Another one, m- number two is One Missed Call. <coughs> and that's number three, uh, just a, a sneeze sound. Um, I, I don't know else how to, to read that. It's, it's just a sneeze sound. No, but that, actually that's a lie. It's, it's actually, uh, okay, so this is the first one I've seen a recognizable actor. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. Of course. Named Left Behind. Who's the recognizable actor? <laughs> he is the recognizable actor. Oh, wait, you're talking about Nicholas Coppola. No, Nicholas Cage. Oh, Luke Cage from Mortal Kombat. Okay, whatever. I'm moving on. Um, number four, A Thousand Words. Oh, another recognizable actor. Eddie Murphy is in this one. A Thousand Words. Remo- and removing Eddie Murphy's voice. Yeah, the best part of Eddie Murphy. Let's take that away. Like, isn't that what he's talk. known for? Yeah. Okay. Says so Shrek, I'm making waffles. That's not even how he sounds. And in the morning? Oh, the next one, number five. Dishonor. Is- Dishonor <laughs> on your whole family. Mushu, yeah. Number five is Gotti, and it's Travolta. Okay, we're getting into some recognizable names now. Um, Again, who's the recognizable name? John Travolta. You seriously don't believe... From 2018? Oh, wow. You seriously don't believe that John Travolta, Eddie Murphy, and Nicolas Cage aren't recognizable. John Travolta, from the star of the hit comedy... Super Babies, uh, Baby Geniuses 2. I actually have seen oh, the Baby Geniuses 2. I I've love not Baby seen Geniuses. The second one. I like the first one. I've never seen the second one. Oh, maybe one. I haven't seen the sequel. Uh, did you know that jo- uh, John Travolta was in Wild Hogs? Yeah. I hated that movie. We should do that for an episode as well. Ooh, this one looks like it would be a good one. Gold Diggers. National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. Gold Diggers. I've never think, seen that. I think we might have to add that one to the list. Who's in that? Uh, a bunch of sexy ladies. Two broke, two broke losers and a bunch of sexy ladies. That just sounds like Chums in the House. No. Just the two broke losers part. Okay. Um, last day. Okay, so I'm not going to read all of these. Because it is a hundred movies. Also, we've been talking for over thirty minutes. Yeah, I, I told you we should watch the movie now. Well, then put in the movie, pop in the VCR. Okay, we're popping in the VCR. Let me just make the VCR noises here. I mean, let me. First just... of all, we have to <laughs> buy you a VCR, and then we have to buy this. Okay, one. hold on. They're now comparing this to Tom Cruise's The Mummy, and it says if you thought that was bad. You don't know what you're missing. 
I don't feel like that works for older films. Also, comparing it to a new film. I don't know how in any way, shape, or form you can watch Tom Cruise's The Mummy and think, wow, at least it's not Biodome. I've never had that thought. Like, I've never watched a movie and thought, wow, at least That's a stretch. This guy's just it's looking just for It's just not pop. comparable at all. He's just looking for contemporary pop culture references to try to, like get people yeah. to read his article that's there's like nothing intellectual yeah because then he's like also tenacious tenacious d uh made an appearance in this and then an entirely different thing i laughed on a few parts like the guy singing spider-man but the name of the song is replaced by iron man <laughs> 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 uh paulie shore laughs like the wicked witch of the west from wizard of oz because you had to explain who the wicked witch is a, cu- a couple of fart jokes. They even mocked then president and current president, U.S. Bill Clinton, and wait, predicted. No, it's wait, current. No, president? it's not. And predicted his infamous scandal. I guess. Uh, wait, Polly Shore predicted on. the Bill Clinton. I guess scandal. so. That's what they're saying. Lack of armed security to keep the biodome secured. It's as if Batman, that dumb Batman. Batman, this man's autistic. After the two friends enter the dome, there's no actual three-act structure or proper conflict. So? <laughs> Very bad acting from Joey Lauren Adams, who, whatever. Uh, she sounds a combination of Chucky's Bride and Ooh. Bernadette from Big Bang Theory. He just keeps throwing names out there. For Why real? do you need to fucking know who all these people are? Blah, blah, blah. Family Guy can make better flashbacks than this. Fa- you mean blah, Family blah, Guy blah. that was created by Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> that is a fact. That, that is not a known fact. <laughs> starring starring lead character Peter Griffin. Yeah, I love Peter Voiced Griffin. Voiced by Seth MacFarlane. Did, yes. did he include that information? What is Product placement. PP for short. <laughs> what? That's not even... Who calls thing. Product what is this placement man? This was written in like 2018. <laughs> product placement. Or, the film or... is incredibly dated because it takes place in 96. Sorry, there's a lot on this. Guys, that is just a waste. Uh, I like the, the part of, the of our mark. podcast now where we review reviews because I think some of them deserve it. I think some reviews deserve to be ridiculed. The final verdict, F as in faker. <laughs> really? I faker? From a distance, I was looking at your phone, and I thought it was going to say F as in Frasier. And I was like, <laughs> really interested to see what... Final grade, Frasier. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is that good or bad? I don't know. That's, I was waiting for an explanation. What is, okay, uh, last bit. Now I understand why it's considered one of the worst films ever created by mankind. Do not do not waste your time on this. As Alexa Vega's character in Spy Kids once said, it's full of shiitake mushrooms. If you want to watch a decent buddy film, I highly recommend Beavis and Butthead, Dumb and Dumber, or Tommy Boy because those three have an actual plot characters <laughs> with common sense and conflict. Rumors speculate there's going to be a sequel. If it happens, be prepared. We must be vigilant. I all cannot believe movies, they mentioned shiitake mushrooms all, all in there. The, but all those movies he listed, even though I like those, are all poorly reviewed movies. He's he's just saying, don't watch this poorly reviewed movie, watch these poorly but def- reviewed movies. But definitely like Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, yeah. Yeah, they're good, but it's just like... It's in the same category. If, if he were trying to be a professional critic, maybe <laughs> he would compare them to, you know, higher reviewed 
comedies, not something that you can argue or not. It's something that, that yeah. Merit. I'm just, you know, it. By the way, on eBay, you can find Biodome on VHS for $11. That's way too much. That's what I'm going to buy it. Ah, That's not even including shipping, though, is it? Free shipping. Wow. Free shipping. Worth it. (laughs) Oh, it's in full screen. Never mind. Well, anyway, um, going back to that review, uh, he mentioned, like, the worst, one of the worst movies made by mankind. And it's like, how many movies are there not made by mankind, is my question. Uh, I think they're talking about womankind. Woman, womankind. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, the only one that I know of is um. Uh. Hero hold on. Pig. Let me let me Google this real quick because I actually pig. know her by heart. Um. No, you know she did that one movie. Um. Virgin, Greta, Virgin Suicide. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Critic. No. No. Um. <laughs> Sophia. It's Sophia Coppola. Sophia Coppola. She, she's literally the only... Sophia Wait, Co- is she in Biodome? No, because you, know, because you said uh, a created, films created by mankind, by men. Right. I'm just saying that this is a movie, or this is a woman that's created a movie. And Greta Gerwig. I thought he was okay. just talking about like movies made by humans. Also, she's the <sighs> she's related to Nicolas Cage. Is she? Yes, because his real name is Nicholas Coppola. I said I'm, that earlier. I'm looking at the Google link that says specifically this. Yeah. I was, I was Does it say oh. that they're related? Yeah. I don't trust you. I'm Nicholas Cage. I don't did. trust you. I trust she's the, the She's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. Nicholas Cage is the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. They're both Nepo babies. I wasn't asking you. I was asking CJ. Why can't you ask both of why this podcast is a group effort why are you asking a question directed at one person that i could easily answer? cj had it open but i know the answer how do i know you know the answer because i know this fact how do i know that because i know things Cameron. i'm not just gonna believe you just make it up you really think someone would do that just go on the internet and tell lies? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be so dramatic. That's how I feel about Nick. I don't. I have never told a lie in my entire. All life. you do is lie. No, <laughs> that's what Marcus does. Yeah, but you lie too. No, I don't. Name one lie I've ever said. Literally ever. this one right now. I can't name them because there's too many of them. It's hard to. It's hard to pick them apart. Uh huh. I don't believe you. Our viewers don't believe you. What do you mean? You're our listeners. We're the listeners, and we don't believe you. There's nobody viewing this. I am, and I don't believe you. They're listening to this. I'm listening to this. Nobody's listening to this. I'm listening to this. Oh. <laughs> okay. Here's my back. Don't fart. Man, CJ's just giving us all the ASMR that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I really want to do an ASMR yeah. where you just like <laughs> one and burp and like like jiggle your can because you're checking to see how much beer is left in the bottle. <laughs> Cameron's like, I lie, but he's like a blatant asshole. And what's worse? At least if I lie, at least I'm like nice about oh it. Oh my god! I see so you're much admitting you lie. No, I never said that I lie. I said if I'm a liar. 
said if. But you are a liar. If it's good. I'm not a liar. You lie all the time. And then, as a joke, and then I take it back immediately because you get offended. Lies are lies. No, they're not. Manila. Real lies. Liza. Real lies. Manila, Liza. Real lies, real lies. Liza. Speed. Nick, Liza. Manila. Manelli. I'm touching Cameron's shoulder, essentially. I'm touching CJ's penis. No. <laughs> We're not playing this game. Okay. Ah. Start the movie. We'll start the movie. You can touch my penis. And we just watched the movie Biodome, starring Pauly Shore and one of the Baldwin brothers. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Steve, Steve Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. And uh, guys, uh, I know, CJ, you've seen this movie before, um, but what was your new first impression? 10 out of 10, best movie I've ever seen. Oh my God. T-N-A. If you want to see a punch of boobies and ass this is the movie for you i mean there's better movies to see boobies and ass like let's be honest oh yeah you don't even see bare tits in this movie that's the worst part no Um, but you know you get bare ass and you get a lot of fart jokes should we should we spoil the bare ass part of it for them or just leave that to their imagination it's Ste- it's it. stephen baldwin honestly it's yeah it's pretty nice it's stephen baldwin stephen pressed baldwin's up against bald ass pressed stephen, up against glass stephen baldwin's bald ass yeah yeah um and i've got to say it was the best acting i've ever seen from stephen baldwin just him putting hands his down ass up against the glass i've never seen him act any better i've also never questioned my sexuality until that moment I was like, maybe I am I into this? I questioned my sexuality until that moment. I had the reverse reaction. Oh. Yeah, it, I hated it so much that I'm just you straight. Hated it? I'm just straight. You're just um, straight all the way now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A straight all the way, huh? Yep. I'm a little bit skewed now. That scene scared me straight. <laughs> I'm, uh, I might be betting for the other team now. Thoughts, CJ? Yeah, free to bet. Free to bet, okay. Quite a con- wait. Is that a controversial opinion? How how expensive is Tibet? Well, it's not free, <clears throat> well, and that's the problem. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if American speech had any power, it wouldn't be free. How about you, Cam? I will let the audience know that CJ pointed at the microphone when he said that, <laughs> like you were running for president. Wow. Yeah, you're doxing me. That's not really doxing. We can't keep calling <laughs> everything doxing. Yo, look, you're going against my HIPAA. I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to what you were saying. I was distracted by the pointing. What, what did you say? You know, that's how it works in politics. Is It's it's all just showmanship. It's not about quality of what you have to say. The greatest showmanship. I have to say, um, though, that movie, uh, yeah. I So I do have the experience of having watched it in the past as a young boy. I did not recall all the bouncing T's and A's. Um, that was pretty nice, though. It was nice. It was it was pleasant, but that's not what I remembered about the movie. I remembered Pauly Shore. I don't remember how boring it was for the first half of it, though, of them just... <sighs> being assholes. Just being assholes. Yeah. 
So when when reviewers say psychotically unfunny and thoroughly loathsome comedy from start to finish, that's not entirely true. It's not from start to finish. It's from start to about 50 minutes into the film. Yeah. And then from that point on, after they have that weird party in it the desert It almost part, seems like a regular movie. It's, it like starts to become a somewhat watchable movie for the last half. So, But there is, there is a problem, though. Uh, so spoilers, obviously. Uh, the one guy who like goes insane out of nowhere and, and just like becomes the villain like halfway through the story they don't explain it but it's it's obviously because he like it was his thing and then paulie shore and what's the name bud and doyle ruin it i don't even know what yeah they're like some i I just know one of them's last name's mcintosh that's like the only thing i remember it's bud and doyle bud and doyle but or what he said like squirrel yeah yeah it's squirrel it's like bud bud and squirrel or something whatever Squirrel Macintosh. What a fucking name, huh? Squirrel Macintosh. Yeah, I prefer Squirrel PC myself. (laughs) Squirrel PC. Yeah, but you're like the only one here that owns a Macintosh. That's true. That's because I prefer it. (laughs) And you said you weren't a liar. (laughs) Oh, man, you caught me red-handed. Oh, man. Well, anyway, back to the movie. Um, So... I, I think I mentioned this when we were watching it because obviously we were talking during the movie because I'm the only one that actually fucking wants to listen to the movie. So, you know. I, I was just looking at memes. Well, anyway. Um, what's his name? The the dude. The one. The Baldwin guy. Aren't you the one who Stephen said you wanted to Baldwin. watch the movie? Stephen Baldwin. We're no. the ones that know the names. But... <laughs> I do not know Stephen Baldwin. I had a brain fart, okay? You've been farting all night. That's been you. I haven't farted a single time. I'm pretty sure CJ farted more than me. Hold on. Don't... F- oh, God. I'm gonna have to cut this. <laughs> Why? This is good Why? stuff. Why? It's ASMR. What's wrong with ASMR? That's the name of the of, of the show. It's, it's called too sexy. Film Review too ASMR. Sexy. It's it's not safe for work. <laughs> Listen, viewers at home, you are not allowed to have it hard on right now. Keep it in your pants at six o'clock, okay? It's not suitable for San Francisco. I, I have a hard on right now. Okay. Um so back to the Baldwin bro. Uh yeah, so you know, the problem was he seemed like he had an inherent smugness to him. Like, even though he was playing what is supposed to be probably the dumbest character in the entire movie, he, he kind of seemed like he, he was a lesser version of Ben Affleck with his smugness, if that makes any sense. If you want me to stop spooning you, just let me know anytime, Cameron. Is that what the review says? No, I'm thinking this is a good title for the for the podcast, just called Psychotically Unfunny and Thoroughly Loathsome. Oh, for this episode or just the, the podcast? Either the name of the episode, which would be good, or okay. the name of the podcast. I, I think maybe the, the name of the episode. Psychotically Unfunny and Thoroughly Loathsome. The entire line. And then, You know, yeah. maybe we name the episode based, based on, on a best. funny line yeah. from a review. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then good. put in parentheses the name of the, yeah. the movie. Like yeah, it. that's pretty good. I like it. Okay. Yeah, like we're grabbing the best, uh, the best reviews. Like uh, you would, yeah, like the two thumbs up. We yeah. should call the podcast the the Polly Shore Fan Club. No, I disagree with that. Okay, Polly Shore and friends. No, we're not making it about Polly Shore. No, 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 just you know, 
because it's funny. Why was it? Why would it be Polly Shore and friends when it like none of us is named Polly Shore? What? No, 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 no. And none of us are friends. Yeah, none of us are friends. <laughs> That's true. We're not friends. After dark. <laughs> no, the name of the podcast should be something like shit takes no sequel. it should be something that you would really like like uh the cameron ford telker mm-hmm. podcast you just doxed me again that's not doxing that's your name that's public information okay also you you didn't have to you're the one that confirmed that he, he was doxing you it doesn't matter the information as soon as he says it it's like people are gonna be like what what does that mean they're gonna look it up and they're gonna find out who i am don't you want people to know who you are? Isn't that why we're releasing a podcast? No. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Because we're bored? Yeah. Because the world needs more podcasts? So... <laughs> I really can't get over the part, though, with um, the guy that was running the biodome that went crazy. Mm-hmm. And basically, there was no explanation. It it, I love that part. I love that there was no explanation because it was just a wicked party. And then occasionally, we just got these really close up I guess shots someone, of him staring <laughs> if someone goes crazy like in real life you don't necessarily get the context of why they went crazy so yeah. i guess it it's more realistic yeah that we like, don't get an explanation and then yeah. it's just like him hiding in the bushes just staring and the whole apocalypse now thing i love it it's the, so good the thing is <laughs> the thing it's is so good. even though realistically we don't get explanations in real life, you know, for people going crazy. It's a movie. Like, come on, give me something. Give me I, some kind of... Cameron, the context is that it was his biodome. I was kind of hoping that he just went on a, like, wild, like, sex, like, bender with all the chicks at the, at the party. Are you talking about the EPA guy from Ghostbusters? No, I'm talking about the, the... Wait, what are we talking about? Who's the EPA guy? The guy who played the bad guy went crazy. Yeah, I wanted him to go on a sex bender. I wanted him to see all naked chicks or whatever. Not Mm. naked chicks, but chicks in bikinis and be like, hey, maybe science isn't so important, you know? Hey, boys in bikinis. Girls in surfboards. I wanted to be like a a eureka moment. Like, hey, man, I've been doing science my whole life, but I haven't done chick. Hmm? You know what? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a movie tagline right there. (laughs) I've been doing science my whole life, but I haven't done a chick. That this summer, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what really bothered me were the were the credits at the beginning and oh, and here. Oh my god, that was so I, drawing. I forgot so the about that. the very beginning, it's like they're they're trying to do this animated credit opening, but it's none of the images are interesting <laughs> or funny in any way. It's like Good Burger was was like kind of funny, and you've got Rat Race, which was hilarious. You had Baja Men singing, you know, Rat Race. There was a song, yeah. But in this, it just it wasn't good. And then at the end, they put the actors' names in uh, order of appearance, and I felt so bad for the actor at the top of the list. Like, ah, don't do that to that guy, Polly. You need to be at the top of that list. This is your. He's like midway through the list. Who was the first guy that made an appearance? I don't know. I just order of appearance. Yeah, it was in order of appearance. So whoever like first appears, like people are gonna like be like, yeah. You were definitely a part of this film. I saw your name at the top of the credits. I feel bad for that guy. Was Paul? Wait, was Paulie Short not like the first guy? No, no. He, they, he, and and Stephen Hawking were Stephen Hawking mid, somewhere in the middle. Stephen Hawking was in the movie. Don't give me one crap of, about forgetting his last one name. One of the lesser known Baldwin brothers, <laughs> Stephen Hawking. You can't even remember his first name. And I, I, 
you know, farted on the last name. I don't Some care. information is just not worth remembering, and that just happens to be one of the pieces of information that's not worth like, remembering. Like, how could you forget his name? I remember everything. I'm I remember kidding. names that are important. I'm telling you right now, Stephen, Stephen Baldwin, Baldwin is, is not, not important one of the, because one of the he was in this movie. It, because, yeah, it, this is one of the, the things that, that changed his life and made him non-rememberable. And somehow Alec Baldwin... Who? Uh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> the actor. Okay, but we're, we're, we're going. We're going. No, no, no. You're thinking of Ethan Hawking. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Ronald Jackie Reagan. Chan. Oh. Okay, but going back to the credits, it, it legitimately felt like it was the end of the movie. We were confused if, if like, even though like it's not something we owned, it was something on a streaming service. You know, it, it's it's like it was on a free streaming service. We didn't pay for this. It was yeah. on freebie. You know, what I just realized if uh, they if they filmed the, if we played the movie in reverse, it would be it would go the exact same way. It's perfect, and then they ruin it. Oh yeah, you're right. And, and it's perfect again. Wait, should we watch? If should you we watch this? Watch movie it in reverse? reverse. It's perfect. And and maybe it makes more sense if we watch they it in reverse. ruin it and put it all back together. That was the problem. They just yeah. didn't put it in reverse like they were supposed to. I've got pieces on my skin that are just like peeling off. Why? I don't. Why are we talking? I don't about know. This? I well, it itches and I'm scratching it. That's what's on my mind right now. I got these random red marks on my skin, like here, here. <gasps> And like rashes. <sighs> That's why I'm going to see a dermatologist. Oh, okay. I'll update you guys on the next episode. This is getting cut. I'm not putting this in. You should. This is more interesting than Biodome by Polly Shore. Well, I mean, Biodome has tits and ass, so like. I have tits and ass. Okay, but not the kind of TNA I want to see, okay? Well, excuse me. Not the kind of TNA I want to see, okay? That's, man, dude. <laughs> oh, man. We're <laughs> spitting at today. I was born in Tennessee, okay? Uh, okay. Wait, where are you? I li- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No, but were you, though? No. Okay. I was not. Unfor- <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I was okay. born in Ohio, you and I don't want to talk about it. so much to me. I didn't lie. I was born in Ohio. You lied to me. You said you were born in Tennessee. I was singing a fake well, song. Well, you know what? You're the he only 10 so- I see. Oh. Okay, back to the movie. Let's get married. No. <laughs> back to the movie, please. I don't want to get back to the movie. I just want to. I want to mention some points that we made during the okay, actual. Okay, but real quick, let me clear something up. Okay. I don't even remember Ohio. Okay, so don't hold it against me. We moved when I was like one years old. If I said you had a hot bod, would you hold it against me? <laughs> I I am right now. We're spoon. We've been spooning the whole time. I'm not gonna answer that. Oh, I that get wasn't it. a question. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what to say okay uh, back to the movie um so wait we basically came to the like uh the, the the group consensus that if you cut out 20 minutes of them being assholes and then cut out maybe like 15 minutes of the end of the movie all of the, all of the flashbacks yeah can go all the flashbacks can go. They don't even... Yeah. 20 minutes of them being complete assholes with no redeeming qualities can go. And if you cut out the entire movie except for the part that shows <laughs> Tenacious D playing, then it's a good movie. It's so, actually probably... Yeah, it's probably worth some awards. It's yeah. like that one little like 10 second music video of like Jack Black and Kyle Gass in the background Dude. saying, what were they saying? They're just like, 
save the tree save they didn't the tree. know what they it. had in that scene like they should have gone all out Amen. i mean they should have gotten tenacious d back when they had the party in the desert part of the biodome like they it should have only been tenacious d i was that whole movie i was completely disappointed when it wasn't tenacious d at the party yeah i know I was completely drained after but to be fair in, in 19 concert. in 1996 that was not they were not really well known so they didn't realize what gold they had I know Jack Black had just uh co-starred in the Neverending Story 3 he was such a Fantasia. baby in that like it didn't even look like that I know and Kyle Gass like had black hair still like and wasn't completely had bald. hair yeah, <laughs> yeah. in general why'd you have to say black of hair? any color because why'd you have to po- why'd you have to point out that his hair is black huh? because he has white hair now you mean gray hair no he it's white have he, you seen a picture i thought he white? just it's doesn't white. have hair it's straight up white hair <laughs> well the argument's completely wrong he just doesn't have hair no he does he it's white no hair. on the top but he keeps it around the you're side. getting his okay. skin color mixed with his hair color <laughs> that's I'm just not. the light that's just the light that's just a lie picked up but you know cameron well, what do you know cameron is projecting every time he's like no are you lying to me he lies to me more than anybody else i know i learned it from you dad look from watching you i think it's very possible that Kyle Mer- uh well Kyle Gas wears a Merkin. That's all I want to say. And all I want to say is Cameron fuck himself. Come on, that's not in front of us. That that, no, don't put that in the podcast. Um, I don't. I'm just trying to match <laughs> at your this location in this economy <laughs> because you didn't let me finish. Okay, because someone should fuck you. You shouldn't have to fuck yourself. You, you should be happy with someone who wants to fuck you. That's That was how I was finishing that sentence. Okay, well, you know, I'm sure someone out there would be willing to maybe have sex with me. It might happen. In the right I believe it'll happen. I believe In the right happen. circumstances. Yeah. But on the, like, right, like you're horny and they're horny. And, and I'm paying them. That is a most likely uh, In situation. fact, we don't even need them to be horny. Just, just me and then I'm paying them. I don't understand why you haven't been doing this the whole time. I don't have money. Yeah, you do. No. You know what, though? I feel like if somebody is capable of making Biodome, I think that sets the bar pretty low for us to make a movie. That's it. We need to make Biodome 2. But there's more people involved. Like, they uh, they obviously were able to convince people that they could somehow make a good movie. I mean, Baldwin. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. I mean, he had brothers that were in the industry. And, 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 like, he still thought that would be a good movie for some reason. So, obviously, Pauly Shore is just able to convince enough people to just back him and be a part of his projects. Here's the thing. Aside from the the Baldwin brother, the nobody else was actually on screen for that long. Truly, it was mostly Polly Shore and, and Stephen Baldwin. I think that like was everyone the else only did like little bits. Okay, so and it wasn't necessary like half of it. So here's what pissed me off the most though. They like, didn't have any separation between Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Like, their characters didn't have any kind of... Constantly on screen together. They're constantly on screen together. <clears throat> and there was, there's no... I mean, they, they developed those characters, but they were always together. You can't you can't have that. They were not uh, foils for each other. Like, uh, other 
movies like Dumb and Dumber, like there's usually tension between characters mm-hmm. and they get into more arguments and fights and have uh you know, usually more yeah. differing opinions and they this, were like was, really agreeable. They, yeah, they like, were yeah. Uh, yeah, just there's too much of the same like they represented one character basically. They didn't they didn't even need to cast even Baldwin in this movie. They could have just been Polly Shore it by could himself. Have, it really could have though. Yeah. It really could have just been Polly Shore by himself. If yeah. you think about Dude Where's My Car or Chi and Chong, they always have moments another where, person to lean on. Yeah. Yeah. It be, but this was very clearly Polly Shore is doing insane shit and Stephen Baldwin's just acting dumb because in real life he doesn't know how to react to what he's saying. Yeah. I feel like there were a few moments where they were trying to make it seem like he is secretly smart, like he was listening for a moment to like this conversation or that, and they like did the Yeah. The thing to try and catch the butterflies or whatever. But he like, was that still, was his idea. He was still acting like dumb. It though. wasn't it wasn't good because in Dumb and Dumber, um uh oh gosh what's his name um Sh- jeff daniels no it's like sean mark parker what what jim carrey the so, other guy that starts with Ashton jeff daniels Kutcher. no and dude where's my oh car? dude where's dude, my dude, car? Where's my car? sean william scott sean william scott in dude where's my car there's like those like key moments where like suddenly sean william scott is like completely lucid and it's it's brilliant and everyone's like oh <gasps> the stoner's a fucking genius in this one moment and it works but in biodome it, it it's like they maybe tried but it, it fell flat every time it didn't seem like a i don't know it seemed it seemed like pandering it seemed like pandering to people who are dumb that just like wish they had a, an important role in the movie. I guess so. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's the movie for dumbest fuck people with no redeeming qualities like the people that honestly don't put any effort into something but still feel like they should be rewarded for it they and they did get rewarded at the yeah, end exactly even though they caused all the problems exactly yeah. and then in like in a few scenes in the last half of the movie it felt like they made some last minute additions to the scripts in regards to the the what's his face bad guy where they're like okay even though Polly shore and uh stephen baldwin caused all the problems we need to shift the antagonist tone over to this guy and suddenly he goes crazy and, and makes he's them a heroes. terrorist yeah, yeah. so and they're only good in in that contrast because now he's trying to blow up the because place. otherwise if it was more realistic no one would have sympathized or or agreed that Polly shore and stephen baldwin deserved any reward at the end so they just had to like make shift a bad guy all of a sudden in the last half uh for like no reason it just comes out of nowhere uh it's really weird also the scene the scene where they're like like oh we're gonna lock this and we're gonna have to be in here and like die basically and for some reason everybody was on board with that like these guys have been complete assholes the whole time there's been no kind of uh, hint of them maybe being able to pull this off and the, suddenly all these other characters are just putting their lives in the hands of these guys that can't it was do just the one director he was the one that made the call whoever was the guy that went crazy at the end he was the one that made the call everyone else just had to go go with it um i do want to point out though um the very end of the movie it shows him running away and i think that kind of adds a little bit more to the fact that um there's some moral ambiguity on if you really think about it on whether or not that guy was actually a bad guy or maybe he was just pushed to the edge because his entire life project was ruined by a couple fuckboys um who wanted to throw a party in the biodome 
and they let it like the end of the movie he gets away without being arrested without being chased or anything and you know what if he was a bad guy that was trying to kill people you would just have him arrested in any other movie you know bump his head on the way in the car but i feel like the way that they just let him run away is kind of because he kind of doesn't deserve to be punished on so like on some level he, he it is he's an adult he made those choices but I'm just gonna say something right now. Uh, as soon as we start talking about moral ambiguity in a like Polly Shore mo- movie, I'm like out. I'm the entire out the entire movie is about um, the bio. Well, I guess it's actually about how they want to get laid. So yeah, you know and what? then and then as soon as the one like the two chicks they want to have sex with, like the entire movie decide to come onto them, they're like, oh, we have girlfriends. Mm, yeah, not immediately though. That took a while for them to process. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, yeah, wait a tick, <laughs> What's that's not right, hmm, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. Do you guys want to watch uh, Shrek the Third? Is, is, that a, is that a bad movie? Is that yeah, a, it has it got bad reviews? mixed reviews, but it's considered rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. I probably really want to just watch Shrek 3 without watching the first two, and if they're not all bad, then it's like, I don't know. I just think it might be a funny one to watch. I want to watch Back to School before we watch anything else. If I'm being um, I am definitely Carpool with Tom Arnold. We have to watch Carpool. Because that's... I honestly don't know if Carpool is better than this movie. Well, it might be marginally better. This I remember movie, laughing at Carpool. This movie kind of reminded me of Back to School at certain moments. Because Back to School, spoiler alert... Um, had like three or four different With, writers. Um, what's the name? Dennis? No. Um, Who am I thinking of? Ronnie Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Yeah, Ronnie Dangerfield. I'm, I knew it was a D. Oh, speaking of Ronnie Dangerfield, I, I don't know if this is considered a, a bad movie, but Ladybugs is another one that, with Ronnie Dangerfield that I, I kind of want to watch. So depending on if there are any bad reviews <laughs> out there, I, we should maybe add that to the yeah. list as well. But anyway, um, like I said, spoiler alert for, for Back to School, it had like three or four different writers and it had like three endings because of that. So, like Clue. Well, it was no Clue. That was part of the concept. This one, it just felt like three different writers were like, like couldn't decide on which. Wait, so they have they like three scenes in a row on 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 endings in the movie? Kind of. Okay, so to explain it, maybe I should save this for the podcast. Let's just it. wait. Yeah, when we watch it. Yeah, we'll just wait. We'll do that for the next one or another one, whatever. Um, I think that's this is probably a good good cutoff for uh, ending the podcast. The but, best um, time to wear a striped sweater is it's all the time, all the time. with the collared turtleneck that's the kind uh, i didn't even know the other lyrics to that um okay so we're gonna do a quick little um now after watching the movie what would you rate that movie out of 10 out of 10 out of 10 because the score on imdb right now is 4.4 10 what it's like stars, like out of out of ten. Ten stars. Out of ten stars. Well, I mean, you it doesn't even have to be stars. Just like out of ten, what would you rate the movie? Out of ten, what? Out of ten. Uh, ten donuts. Ten donuts. Mm-hmm. Out of ten donuts, what would you rate it? I I honestly think I'm being really generous here, only because of. Holy Shore, Tenacious D, and like 
the TNA. Yeah, that that is a big factor. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally actually do just because of those three points. I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. Oh my goodness! Um, really, my score is surprisingly higher than yours, just by a hair. Uh, three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four. You know, surprisingly, we're all kind of on the same page. I was gonna say three point one, but now with all the pretentious numbers afterwards. Pie is pretentious. You heard it from Cameron. We're going to sell them on t-shirts. Pie is pretentious, quote Cameron Tilker. $10 a t-shirt. I meant more so that you were pretentious for listing out all the numbers. I'm just showing off. Yeah, exactly. Can't even remember my last name, though. No, I don't. I don't. But for real, like, the first hour of that movie was terrible. It was. And then for the last half, man, it was terrible. I honestly felt like taking a nap, like, during the movie. Just be like... Were you, though, were you, like, wanting to take a nap? Because every time we wanted to say something, you're like, shut up, up. I've never seen this movie. I've got to pay attention to this movie. Otherwise, if I don't pay attention, I'm going to fail my class. (laughs) Well, this podcast is my class. Oh, shit. What school are you in? This one. My house. The house. School. Your parents are testing you? No, I'm testing testing myself. It's your own school. It's my own school. Telkertoes University. Sign up now. You just fucking every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call this Doxing Cameron. Let's um podcast. let's call the uh let's call the podcast Telkertoes University. <laughs> Telkertoes <laughs> University. Now enrolled. Is in that really what we want to call this podcast? No. I, I almost no. I feel like we're missing some context. Uh people will think it's about feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's about bad reviews and ex- experiencing those reviews so. I, I just feel like the bad reviews like podcast is, is uh the masochistic reviews podcast because we are uh entertaining ourselves by doing bad things i experiencing you, poorly reviewed things why why do we have to like make it masochistic though? um we'll call it chums in the house the podcast no Oh, why can't we just exploit our Bad brand reviews. name as uh, much the as Telker Toes Experience? Because See? if anything, we're going to be using this podcast to probably advertise our brand. What about what about Wild House My and brand. Friends? Wild what? House and Friends? Yeah. Do people even like know you enough to, to be like, oh, Wild House and Friends? Do they know you well enough? No, but I'm not suggesting that we put my name on it. No, but you're suggesting that we're doxing you. But well, you are. Which one is well, it? Then we're putting your name on it. What? Then we're <laughs> okay. We'll call it the Edgar Court podcast. No. And no one will know what that means. There's no context to that name at all. I guess you're right. Maybe we should call it that. Um, let's, no. Let's call kidding. it a Pennsylvania Honey. Wait, wait, wait. What is Black the, Man. What did that one review say? That's a good name. PP meant. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what was PP? What was PP? It was. Uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't. Tell me. I asked uh, the question. PP. They said P- we were like, why would you call that PP for short? But <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, Post production. Post production. No. no, it's not no. post production. Production. I don't know what it, it was something. Did we have it in the podcast? It would be earlier? in there. It would be in there. Um, yeah. 
It was. It was one of. The I think it'd be funny if we called it the PP Podcast, and then, and then had that be the. <laughs> that is so funny because my other podcast is Shiitake, <laughs> so I got poop and pee. PP <laughs> <laughs> the PP Podcast, and then it means whatever that guy said PP was. But we did. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What about the Webster University student podcast? No, because, why can't we come up with a cool name for a podcast? Uh, the the uh, almost. <laughs> I told you earlier I wanted to call it the Poly Shore Fan Club. Product placement. Product placement. Product placement. <laughs> PP oh for God. short. We'll call How it. Is... We'll call it the PP podcast, and then it'll be the, the product, product placement, placement pod. podcast. But the in this case, the product podcast. placement is just chums in the house. It's just, just watch. Yeah, chums just chums. It's good house. though because the moment somebody offers us money, it's like, well, yeah, we're gonna sell out. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's product. The placement, product placement the podcast. podcast. Okay, I, I like that as a name. The PP podcast. The PP podcast. Episode one. What was it called? For the PPP. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm here for the PPP. <laughs> That's better. PPP. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The PP no. podcast. And episode one, I'm here based for the PPP. a quote from the best review of this movie, psychotically unfunny and thoroughly loathsome. That's such a good name. Psychotically unfunny and thoroughly loathsome. Loathsome. Loathsome? loathsome oh thoroughly loathsome, loathsome comedy from start to finish i'm tired it's uh three in the morning all right um so that that means we're gonna end the podcast the pp podcast or the ppp the ppp i was yeah it's like <laughs> it's to the ppp ppp one ppp two ppp three ppp four ppp five ppp six PPP seven, PPP heaven. Okay, well, thanks for listening to the PPP, the PP podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I hope you look forward to our our next one. I hope you come next time. Hope you come very hard next time. I'm already came. You you've already came. I'm already came to the PPP.